gaze at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. I'm ready to talk about Javon Hargrave, or as I'm going to call him, the Grave Digger, because that's what he's going to be doing to opposing offenses is digging a bit of a grave for them. And you say, Ant, what are you talking about? I'm talking about closing time. When it's that time to end somebody, you have to have people that are ready to finish the game for you. And that's exactly what Javon Hargrave does. The dude's an absolute monster. His abilities are through the roof, and the 49ers knew exactly what they were getting when they went out and got the most high-profile non-quarterback free agent that there was on the market, and they added him to an already pretty good defensive line. Of course, we've seen that defensive line slowly take steps back since 2019, where it was a four-headed monster uh, that had D. Ford and Nick Bosa on the outside, and had you know the likes of Eric Armstead and DeForest Buckner on the inside, and they've had to somewhat change the way this defense was played on the defensive line. And I think they felt they took a step back and now took a huge step forward with Hargrave. But how exactly does Hargrave help this football team? I think is a, a more complex uh, conversation due to the fact that I think he's going to do a lot for a bunch of different players. It's not just just going to be that he's going to have an impact, but that he's going to affect the players around him to have impacts as well. So when you're talking about Hargrave's ability, the things that he does definitely mesh with what Chris Kacerik wants on his defensive line and exactly what you need to help his other players. So you're talking about a guy that's going to add an instant help to the defensive line spot. The 49ers defensive line uh, had 59 hurries in 2022. It's it's not the best number at all. In fact, it was fourth fewest in the NFL, which is a crazy stat, where Javon Hargrave generated a 14.1% pressure rate over the last two seasons. He's the only defensive tackle over 12%, and that's a, in a minimum of 500 pass rushes. So, uh, this is a guy that has definitely seen his production rise over the last couple of years, but he's not exactly a one-trick pony either. In 2021, his pressure rate was 15, uh, which is the top five that we've seen over the last couple of years. And then in, uh, the closest to him was Quinnen Williams in 2022 with a 13.4, Javon Hargrave with a 13.2 in 2022. So he's a a player that gets after the quarterback, and the 49ers defense is absolutely predicated on pressure, uh, getting past the offensive line, whether that's in the run game or the pass game, and just being a troublemaker. And that's what Hargrave is. And we've heard John Lynch talk so many times about, hey, when you get to the end of the game, your best players have to close it out. You have to dig that grave on that game and finish them off. And that's exactly what Hargrave is going to add to this football team. He's going to make Nick Bosa better. He's going to make Eric Armstead better. It's Drake Jackson, Cleveland Farrell. He's going to make them better because of the attention he's going to get. There's been a lot of claims that you can run right at Javon Hargrave and he'll struggle a little bit in the run. 
but you've got the best linebacker core in the entire NFL behind him. So you just want to double team him and run at him. Okay, you can give that a try. We'll see how consistent you're able to pound the football against the 49ers defensive line. With Armstead being inside, it makes it a little bit more difficult. If you single him up to double team Hargrave, Armstead's going to make some plays. If you want to double team both of them, if one or both are able to stand their ground, your play is stymied and the play is over. So one of the keys for other offenses, and we've seen Atlanta have a little success with this in 2022, was getting movement along the 49ers defensive line and getting them moved back. The problem is every time that happens, usually one of the 49ers stud players is unavailable. So Javon Kinlaw did a great job of helping stop the run. His struggle was in getting to the quarterback. So the 49ers were trying to find their mixture. When they had to force Buckner, he was great at getting to the quarterback. Not a pressure rate or sack numbers like 11 sacks that Hargrave got. Like he's not at that level, but he's right there. Buckner was a solid player. But then when you got into the run game, he struggled a little bit. He would get pushed back. He would get moved off his spot. Armstead didn't always play on the inside. And the 49ers had DJ Jones until he got hurt in 2019. So Buckner would give up ground, but was great against the pass rush. So the 49ers decided in 2020 they were going to go with the big, huge Javon Kinlaw, who was going to be able to stop the run, be more stout there. They might lose a little bit as far as rushing the passer, but they can make up for it on the outsides with Ford, uh, Bosa getting even better, and potentially Armstead playing on the inside. What happened, though, was Kinlaw's health prevented him from ever being a potent pass rusher. He's never been somebody that's been able to get after the quarterback consistently for the 49ers. In fact, he just can't get on the field consistently. So now the 49ers came with an opportunity to go ahead and grab a player that is stout against the run, maybe not as stout as you know you would like for you know a defensive tackle, but the give and take between how good he is against the run compared to how great he is against the pass makes him a very dominant player for the 49ers, especially with the trend around the league going to more of the passing game. More teams are in the nickel 70% of the time because of the three wide receiver sets, which means you're more a pass rusher than you are a run defender. So having someone whose value is more in pass rushing than in run defending is important. You just can't completely give up on it. That's why players like Buckner are getting over $20 million a year. That's why Hargrave got the $84 million contract he got because there's a value on rushing the passer. Now, one thing we saw when Buckner was on the San Francisco 49ers was the huge increase in production that Eric Armstead had on the inside. Once they added Ford and Bosa, then Armstead had single one-on-one situations and you could see his pass rush ability come through. So the more talent you add, the better it is for Armstead. Armstead had 10 sacks in 2019, a double-digit number that netted him a new contract. Hargrave is going to add that type of potential. Yeah, you don't know if you have the fourth guy. You do have an elite Nick Bosa that's better than 2019. You have a Javon Hargrave who has a better pass uh, rush rate than a guy like uh, DeForest Buckner. So yeah, you don't know who that fourth guy is, but with those three names, those big three on your defensive line, you're going to get singled up situations for Eric Armstead. You can't double Hargrave, 
Bosa and Armstead and leave your one guy one-on-one because the 49ers will come up with a nice blitz off the outside and put you in a world of hurt. So what the 49ers do is they're going to have one-on-one matchups for either one of those other guys. So Drake Jackson, Cleveland Farrell, enjoy your one-on-one situations. I hope you win and thank Hardgrave and thank Nick Bosa. And when Eric Armstead gets those opportunities, he has to win in a big way. But what is the smartest way for offenses to try to attack? It's like they said, run at Hardgrave. You want to get him moving backwards. You want to tire him out. He's a guy that's played over 700 snaps over the last two seasons. The funny thing was he had a really good 2021 season where he had over seven sacks, but the, the, the snap count was higher than it was in 2022. So in 2022, he had more production on less snaps. I think that type of rotation is very appealing to Javon Hargrave and also a reason why I think other players on this 49ers defense are going to benefit from having Hargrave on the team. The amount of effort offensive lines are going to have to put into stopping Hargrave, Armstead, Bosa, and Drake Jackson, they're also going to have to worry about Javon Kinlaw, about Kevin Givens, about Kalia Davis. They have a lot of talent in this wave, and he's going to make these players better. Playing behind and changing the role for Javon Kinlaw makes Javon Kinlaw a better player. Hargrave is going to shoulder the weight of the pressure of playing defensive tackle at the highest level here in the NFL. Now Javon Kinlaw gets to be a role player. He gets to be a Hassan Ridgeway, come in and two down stop the run. If it's an early down pass situation, he's going to be able to get after the quarterback, but he's not going to be expected to carry the weight of being a top 15 pick. Now he's just going to carry the weight of being a rotational piece who's trying to show everyone he deserves another contract. That's the amount of effort that Hargrave has to give every single play is that all pro you know, capable level. And I'm hoping that Kinlaw is going to see that and try to emulate what Hargrave does. To me, Javon Hargrave was the perfect piece for the 49ers to grab. It was a little shocking that they went interior defensive line just because there were so many edge rushers on the outside available. And that's where you traditionally see the sack numbers. But getting another double-digit sack potential player in Javon Hargrave to put alongside Eric Armstead means you have a lot of damage that can be done. Bosa had over 18 sacks in 2022. If either one of those guys on the inside produces 10 sacks, that would more than uh, make up for the loss of Samson Ebicom and Charles Aminahue. Their sack numbers combined would not equal a double-digit total for one of those interior guys. Now, if you could throw in a similar production to what you got from a Minihue or Ebucom, four and a half to five sacks from a Drake Jackson, a Cleveland Farrell, or a combination of both, and you're going to have a really impactful season. Imagine, imagine a season in which Bosa gets over 15 sacks, Armstead gets 10, Hardgrave gets eight, and Drake Jackson gets five. You're getting after the quarterback at a high level. And Hardgrave is going to be able to help you close games down. There's two players right now that have had pressure rates and uh, hurries and sacks a little bit better than Hardgrave, and that's Aaron Donald, and that's Chris Jones. Those two are the elite in the NFL, and I think it's time Hardgrave starts being mentioned in those uh, times because we've seen Chris Jones wreck shop in 2019, unfortunately, against the 49ers, and we've seen Aaron Donald get after Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl in 2021. 
Imagine if Hargrave is that guy at the end of the game. You've got all your attention on Bosa, and Hargrave's the one that gets to the quarterback and gets it done. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. This is what it's all about. It's about finishing games, and he's going to help. Not only is Hardgrave going to help your defensive line be better, he's also going to help your linebackers be better. The same way the linebackers were able to help Hardgrave when he's stopping the run, he's also going to make it easier for linebackers to flow freely because every time you get a player that has to be double teamed, it eats up a potential offensive player that can get to the second level. Hardgrave and Armstead are going to be able to eat up double teams in the run game and keep Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, and Oren Burks completely clean. They're going to be able to flow naturally, find their windows, get upfield, make these tackles. And with their elite speed at the linebacker position and their ability and instincts to get after uh, the, the runners, I think the 49ers can look at these two guys even elevating more, which is crazy to say because all pro Fred is already playing at some of the highest levels you can play at linebacker. And Dre Greenlaw put himself in the conversation as a top five linebacker in this league. The 49ers are going to have even more success from that linebacker group. It also means it speeds up the play clock for the quarterback. Now, all of a sudden, the quarterback has to be worried about, hey, where's my pressure coming from? Not just Bosa over there or over there, depending on where he's lined up, but also where's, where's Hardgrave? And if we're slide protecting, they're on the same side, and I'm moving my offensive line that way to account for Hardgrave and Bosa, that means I'm sliding away from Eric Armstead and Drake Jackson or Cleveland Farrell. And those guys are now in one-on-one -on -one situations, and you're going to have some pressure coming from that backside if you're a right-handed quarterback. The 49ers can now manipulate that. So what that does is speed up the clock of the quarterback and make it easier for your secondary. All of a sudden, now it changes the routes that are available. You're going to be able to jump on underneath routes, come off coverage if you're in zone, and maybe take care of a crosser or an out pattern or jump routes underneath because you have less time to cover. Also, if a quarterback has to pull the trigger early, that wide receiver might not be to the point of his route where he can create separation, meaning it's going to be more difficult for wide receivers to catch the football against the 49ers. It's a trickle-down effect. If these guys can stop the run up front because Hargrave's eating double teams and keeping linebackers fresh, that means less times that you have to put Talano Ufonga in the box. That means less times you have to have a loaded box and you can play a defense that is a lot easier to play. More times playing 
your your nickel and dime packages, five defensive backs, six defensive backs, because that defensive line is creating long third down situations. Those are all recipes for success. And it all starts with one guy being added. It's that pivotal. A guy coming to the defensive line like Javon Hargrave, Javon Hargrave changes the game for the San Francisco 49ers. Was it what we expected? No. Was it what we needed? Absolutely. And now this defense is going to change because of it. Crazy to say, but even with the losses of Ebicom and Aminahue, this 49ers defensive line got better. You throw in a fact that Drake Jackson or Cleveland Farrell could have a big season, and if they do, five, seven sacks, and you're talking about elite defensive line play, and this 49ers defense goes from what it was in 2022 to even better in 2023. It's an impressive signing that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan made, and there's going to be ripple effects through, felt throughout that entire defense. The fact Steve Wilkes may not have to bring as much pressure as he normally does when he calls defense means it leaves a lot of avenues to use other guys in coverage, to give help, to protect players, to make sure you're getting off the field on third down. And when they do bring a blitz, who the heck are you going to block? Are you double-teaming Hargrave, Armstead, and Bosa, letting everyone else run free? That's your decision. Pick your poison. That's what Kyle Shanahan has been saying about the offense with all the tools. Getting there with the defense, too. They're one defensive end stepping up from being an absolute stud defense at every single level. They have all pro caliber players at safety, corner, linebacker, and a couple at defensive line. Spectacular, the amount of talent they've put together, and Hargrave's going to be a big reason why they close people out in the fourth quarter. You're going to go on a game-winning drive? Hargrave's going to dig your grave on your chances to win the game. He could be the difference in the playoffs and potentially a Super Bowl run. So super excited about Javon Hargrave and what he could do for the San Francisco 49ers defense. Let me know what you think of Hargrave in the comment section down below. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. On the push for 4K. Uh, Had a lot of fun looking up the stats, going over what Hargrave does, watching more of his film, and just feeling the impact of what Chris Kacarek and Steve Wilkes are going to develop for this defensive line that could include some really cool line stunts with all the athletic ability that they have up front. Because Hargrave is not just good at getting after the quarterback, but he's also a really good athlete who plays with tremendous strength and balance. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'll catch you guys on the next one. But until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.